start operating in crazy faith. Somebody shout at me, crazy faith. So write down my second point. Faith is not a foundation. Faith is the foundation. A lot of people do not study faith and ask God to help them understand it. And that's where the enemy attacks us because you can't do nothing without faith. Let me prove it to you. You cannot get saved without faith. According to John 3, 16, you cannot pray without faith. According to Matthew 21, 22. See, a lot of you, the Bible, when it tells us to pray without ceasing or whenever you ask, you ask knowing that God hears you in faith. What happens is most of us don't pray because when you know something is yours and you know something's on the other side of something and you don't get an answer the first time, you come back to that thing. Most of us pray one time like, well, I guess God didn't want to do it. You didn't pray. You wished. You, you, that's like walking up to a well and like, hopefully tomorrow will be a good day. And God said, no, 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 no. You got to understand the authority you have, but you cannot pray without faith. You cannot live the abundant Christian life that is promised to us, according to John 10, 10, if you do not have faith. So all I need you to know is that faith is confidence. It's confidence in who God is. And then it's hope for what do you need to start hoping for again? What do you need to turn back on your hope meter? Like, like I know it didn't happen before, but I think it's going to happen this time. I know it was horrible the last time, but I'm a hope again because my confidence is in God. And then it says it's assurance about, not insurance. See, we would trust God if we had insurance. God, my tithe should be insurance that if this goes wrong, you will totally restore everything that has been damaged and all that other stuff. The crazy thing about it is not faith if you're putting your insurance on what you did. It's only faith when you put assurance in what he did. And the crazy thing about it, if you put faith in him, ask Job, he will restore to you everything that you life lost and he'll do it twice over. But the problem is we want insurance and not assurance. And God is saying, I want you to have crazy faith. So what could I do to help people understand crazy faith? Could I tell them another Bible story or could I talk about somebody else? No, Mike, talk about your own situation. Bet God I'll do that. Let me tell you a story of crazy faith. I became the lead pastor along with my wife, Natalie, on February 1st, 2015. Bishop, thank, thank you for that one clap. I, I love you. Bishop and Pastor Debbie had crazy faith, not just to build something, but then to hand it off. That's a lesson right there in itself. Sometimes it takes crazy faith to do something, but then it takes another level of faith to give it to somebody else. Look how skinny I was. <laughs> give me crazy faith to believe you, Lord, for some 34 pants, Lord. Okay, just had a moment. The crazy thing about it is, I didn't know what I was going to do. I'd never been a pastor before. I'd never been to seminary. I didn't know anything. I was just going to trust God because everything I'd done up until this point was trusting him. And if I only had one message to ever speak in my life, I would talk about faith because that's how I've gotten to where I've gotten. So every morning, my only instruction was to get up and pray and God would show me what to do. So February 2nd, got up and prayed. God showed me what to do every day. Just did the same thing. On March 9th, 
37 days after I stood in this pulpit and me and my wife became the lead pastors of Transformation Church, I went to pray and God began to speak to me. Now, I want to give you context of where our church is right now. Our church at this point in 2015 is less than 450 people coming consistently. We had one service. And according to all statistics, when you do a transition as um, drastic as our transition, the trend is that the church finances, attending, giving and participation will go down for a season. And if it's a good transition, it'll come back up and even out. Well, I had crazy faith to believe that God was going to sustain us. And I got up and I said it. I said, I'm about to live my life on the end, on the limb. That first day I said, Transformation Church will be a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multiplying, multi-campus church. And we were none of those things at the time. And I know there are people in the audience like, this boy don't love him. (laughs) Look at him. You look so good. (laughs) Why is he? Well, it gets crazier. Because on March, March 9th, I get up to seek God. And he starts giving me a vision of a church that we will have one day. And I said, God, this is scary. And I started writing it down. And this is that paper that I wrote down a vision. And this is what he told me. He, he, I have chills too. He gave, I took a Google image of the Spirit Bank Event Center. And I put Transformation Church on it. You can see the graphics are not that good at the front because all I had was pages and I was trying to make it work. And and, and this is a point to you right now. You don't think you, you don't have to have what you think you have, you need. All you have is all you need. And I started writing this down and I put our church logo and then I wrote these things that the Holy Spirit put on my heart. And I want you to see it. This is my exact document. It says transform. I said the Spirit Bank Event Center will be Transformation Church. We will have a state-of-the-art facility. The kids zone will be a place that draws students from around the world. Somebody is going to underwrite the whole thing. We will always be in abundance. The internship will have a facility and be year round. Businesses will be started out of our church that are successful. We will have an amazing relationship with all the existing businesses and all other major businesses to come. We will subdue, rule and dominate in this area. Many business people and their friends and family will come to Christ because we represented God to them for transformation in Christ. Equipping the body of Christ will happen in this facility continually. It will be filled three times over every weekend and major secular events will be held there that will pay abundantly for the expansion of the kingdom of God. I want to draw your attention to the date and time. March 9th, 2015, 729 a.m. in Bella's room. This was crazy. When I wrote it down five years ago, it was crazy. So I told my mom, I told my wife, I told Bishop, I told um, Bree, and I told like one other person. And, and the thing about faith is faith finds friends. When you got real faith in something... When you're believing in something, we didn't have money for this. We didn't have people for this. We didn't have anything. And the only instruction I had is when we get to a thousand people, begin to pursue it. We didn't have the thousand people. So I forgot about it. I got trapped in the day to day of just trying to make a church work and trying to be a good husband. And doesn't that sometimes happen to us that God will give us a word or we'll have faith for something in one season but because it doesn't happen immediately then we forget about it then 2018 comes and 2018 comes 
But, but, but when 2000, before 2018 came, now I didn't just have one evidence that God told me this. I called Bishop and told him what God told me. And he said, let's go out there. And me and Bishop broke into the Spirit Bank of Instant. And this is a picture from the week after I got this word. When me and my leader went here and he took this picture of me. That was crazy. Remember what I said. That it's crazy when you do it. Nobody cheered. Nobody clapped. My wife didn't see this and say, oh, glory to God. She said, okay. She's like, he crazy. I love him though. <laughs> like that, that had to be the sentiment. But I had to believe beyond reason in something that I could not explicitly prove. 2018 comes. We go from one service to two services to three services. I start panicking because I'm like, what are we going to do? And one day in a meeting, I was like, how many people do we have coming to our church? And they were like, we have about a thousand people, 1200 people. And, and, and I didn't know what we were going to do. And so I began to pray. God, what are you going to do? I need an answer. I can't preach all these services. People are backed up on the highway. What are we going to do? And the only thing I got in prayer is I already gave you the answer. Lord show me again put it in neon and every time I would pray I've already showed you the answer I've already showed you the answer and my faith began to wane until I found another friend that would believe in me in faith this time last year I want to show you how strategic God is 12 months ago coming off a sabbatical I had a friend named Jason Law who was in the last service who called me during my sabbatical and I didn't answer my phone because I usually change my phone so I'm not distracted just be focused with my family and he called me he's like did you get my message and I was like, no, I didn't get your message. And this is what Jason had to say. Roll that video real quick. So I'm here um, with my friend Jason. And uh, we did an interview at Transformation Church today. And he said, Mike, man, I, I, tell, me what, tell them what you told me. I said, Mike, did you get my message I left you a couple months ago? No. No, I didn't. Not shocking. Oh, that's but messed what, up. <laughs> what did happen, though, is I told him it was on the message. And I said, Mike, you need to think about the Spirit Bank Event Center for Transformation Church. And I said, bro, don't play with me. I said, yesterday, it just came up in our executive staff meeting that God told me before we, um, before we, were, when we were about 300, 400 members, God brought me over here and I saw Transformation Church being here. I typed it up, put it on a, a, a Google document and I said, um, the Spirit said to me, when we get to a thousand members, begin to pursue it. I let somebody kind of kind of taint with my thinking but jason just brought this thing back up in my mind we drove out here and uh we're just recording this video for the archives because yep. when, when god does this we're, we're trusting we're, god we're just right trusting now. god to do it but so. i believe this he's distracted other people from it yeah because he's protected it for you we received he's that. got blessings for his other people yeah but this is for you I want y'all to hear me say this. This is going to be right here, Spirit Bank Event Center. It's going to be a spirit bank, but it's going to be called Transformation Church. And when God does this, you will see this video. All right? Come on, baby. Thank you, bro.
let me let me help you. Let me help you. When I recorded the video, it was still crazy. I want you to see that that that's what's crazy in one season will be counted as faith. And this was crazy to spend time to do this. Crazy to tell another human being. Crazy to take somebody out there and record a video when people are walking by like, what are they doing? But it does not matter what it looks like to others. I went to our banker and I said, hey man, God's placed something on my heart. And he said, what did he place on your heart? He said, we're supposed to buy the Spirit Bank Event Center. He said, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, and I had to stand in the face of people mocking me. Not because they didn't believe in me. They, they just didn't have the faith to put their weight on something that looked impossible. There's no way that this can happen. But he said, and I love him. He was in the last service too. He said, if you believe it, I'm going with you. So I said, okay, cool, 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 cool. (laughs) And I had Jason. I had everybody. Find out who owns the Spirit Bank Event Center. We about to buy the Spirit Bank Event Center. And uh, (laughs) we got a big fat (laughs) ant. Like they literally said to us, we are not accepting any offers on the building. I said, God, what the heck? You just told me that I was supposed to leave you for this. And now I go to step out on the limb. And now I look stupid because they're not even accepting offers. He said, Michael, you're going to have to believe me no matter what. Okay, God, okay. Let me, okay, gang face, let me get back. Hey, listen. I know they said no, but we're going to keep asking because that's our bill. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, the team started being like, Pastor, I mean, this is great. You know what I'm saying? And we do believe with you, but let's make a contingency plan for just in case God decides to change his mind. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is be careful who you allow to talk to you when you're in a season of faith. Because just because you like people and they love you don't mean they'll put their whole weight on what God told you to do. So I'm trying to be a good leader and a good friend and a good pastor. And so we start looking at places. We hire a real estate agent, a commercial real estate, and we go to look at Kmarts and other buildings that was trash. And all of them. But, but what I was going to do was settle for better than where we were at instead of the promise that God told me. And how many of us right now, because we won't put our whole faith, put our whole weight, that God can change the marriage, God can take this sickness, that God will, we settle for better than the promise. And what ended up happening is we was going to all these places and, and we had this real estate agent. He said, Pastor Mike, how are you feeling about our search and stuff? And I said, do you want me to be honest? I, I, he said, yes, sir. I definitely want you to be honest. He wasn't ready. I pulled out this paper to show another man. A man that deals in hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate. A man who's been doing this over 40 years. And I said, we wasting time. I said, because if it's not this building, don't call me. Now, again, some of y'all are like, oh my God, that's rude. (laughs) What? No, 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 no. 
I was just totally irrationally sold out to what God told me. And that man told us, he said it was that moment that changed something in me. See, because faith is contagious. When somebody's really sure about something, it gets off on people. He said, I'll make a deal. I will call the Spirit Bank Event Center every week from now on until I get some type of confirmation. I said, cool. And we didn't hear from him for months. And what I found out is there was an entertainment company like a Dave and Buster's kind of main event type of place from the Texas area that had a bunch of money and a bunch of conglomerates who do this stuff all the time. And they were going to come in here and take the Spirit Bank Event Center and build like some big fun zone that Tulsa's never seen or something like that. And, and what ended up happening is they go in to close at nine o'clock and at nine ten, our phone rings because the funding fell through. <laughs> These are people who do this all the time and got connections and pools from everybody. I ain't got no connections. I ain't got no pool, but I got the God of the universe on my side. Y'all better hear me up in here. They call us at 9:10. Me and the executive team drive over there. We look through the building. They said, do you want to put an offer on it? I said, we're putting an offer in tomorrow. Let me pause and thank every person that is in Transformation Church and Transformation Nation for being good stewards with your money. Because in the season that we felt like we were being held up, we were being set up. Because at the moment they asked for money, we were able to put it down cash. Y'all better stop me because we put down the earnest money the next day. What I found out later is that a God that cares about some words that his son wrote in his daughter's nursery. He will move big business. He He will move city ordinations. He will move the hearts of bankers and real estate agents to keep his promise to his kids. And he's no respecter of person. So somebody's face should start getting built that the same God who began to work a miracle in this church is the same God that'll do it for you if you believe it. Give God some praise. This was on a Monday that this happened. By Friday, the conglomerate had brand new funding. They were working on this project for over eight months. So they they did not think that five days of letting the deal lapse would result in somebody else being ready and positioned to get in to the situation. Because we serve the God of the exception. He's the God that it don't matter if it didn't happen for nobody else. He he can make it happen for you. We begin to do our due diligence on the building and make sure it's a good investment of God's people's money and doing all this stuff for our future and our expansion and our growth and all that other stuff. The, The person who had the deal on it before found out who we were and he came to meet with our team and he said, "Um, Pastor Todd, I'll give you a million dollars cash to let me take back over buying the property. I said, no, sir, I'm so sorry. That's not going to happen. He said, 
I'll give you a million dollars and I'll give you free usage of the arena for five years if you allow me to take over and buy it. I said, no, sir, that's not going to happen. He said, two million. I said, well, hold on. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not crazy. <laughs> you know. But as I came back to my senses and looked at my paper again, okay. Can I tell the truth? I said, no, sir, that's not going to work. I said, if you want it that bad, I know I'm supposed to own it for the kingdom of God. All I can tell you, Transformation Church, is that opposition after opposition. In the face of looking crazy. In the face of not having the money. In the face of what people would think and say. Transformation Church, Transformation Nation, we have a new home. I got the ago for 50 million dollars they didn't know they was building it for me but my bible says you'll live in houses that you didn't build and you'll be able to get fruit from land that you didn't even have to plant we serve an amazing god give our god
want us to talk about faith in this series. He wanted us to be in the middle of actually living out faith. The craziest thing about this whole thing is I'm sitting around the closing table this past Wednesday with the banker who was like, ooh, the real estate agent who, 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 who called with all these people and the Holy Spirit said, would you have crazy faith in here again at the closing table? So what you want me to do, God? He said, before you let everybody leave this room, I want you to tell the story of what I did so that I can get glory from this thing again. Bishop as my witness, my wife as my witness, Bree was there, pulled out the sheet of paper on my cell phone because I have the document on my cell phone. And I told them, hey, y'all, I just want to let you know this wasn't me. That five years ago, God told me that this would happen. And he told me to not just have the intellectual agreement that he could do it, but to put my weight on it. And some of y'all have been riding life and it's bucked you off. And, and, and you're like, I don't want to get up there again. But it's time to put your weight back on and turn on the radio. I'm going to take my faith to the old town road. I ride till it ain't no more. I got horses in the... Like, I'm telling you. Because I told them what happened with tears in every person's eyes. We signed that document and they handed me keys. And what was crazy, for five years, in one moment, became faith what are you not hoping for and believing God for right now that he's saying if you would just believe me if you just write it down if you just tell some people if you would just if you would just but like it don't it don't nothing bad happens to you if it don't happen but you're missing out on everything that could happen The craziest part about the testimony is that same big real estate guy after we close sitting around that table on Wednesday he comes up to me after trying to pose me in the corner with tears streaming down his face he said Pastor Michael I've been in commercial real estate for over 40 years and he said this is the best most amazing transaction I've ever been able to be a part of because I watched you believe when it seemed impossible. And he said, to be honest, I didn't believe it could happen. But I was doing it based on your faith. And he said, and today, I want you to know that you've changed my life forever. Reached in his coat pocket and said, I want to be the first one to pay into Transformation Church being paid off. And handed me a check for $20,000. Don't tell me. church that lives our life out on the limb 
We're not about to play it safe. If we get a word from God, we're moving on it. And one day, when we're long gone, there will be people calling us heroes. Not because of what we did individually, but because of what we did together. If you believe, I only need about 500 of y'all. If you believe that God can do whatever he wants to do, and you're going to have crazy faith with me as we out here on the limb, will you give God, not me, give God the craziest shout of praise. Come on, in your room, in your dorm room, in your living room, give God praise. Hallelujah. Come on, he deserves it. Give God praise, you're worthy, Lord. There's nobody like Jehovah. Somebody say able to do immeasurably more than you can ask, think, or even imagine. This is just the beginning. Because of your faithfulness, when we walked in there day one, we shocked them again. It was like, how much of this will you be financing? 80%? I said, no, no, boo-boo. We're not about to give you free money. We were able to walk in there with over 50% of the whole purchase cost and put it down in cash. Oh, you don't hear me. That's a miracle. It, it's going to be it's going to be over a year before we get in there. Why, Pastor Mike? Because I'm not going to follow half of the prophetic word he gave me. Now, we have the faith to get the building. But that, that first line says, this will have a state-of-the-art facility. That, that means we got to outfit this thing to be a broadcast center to go to the whole world. And, 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 so, and, and so I want everybody to know, well, Pastor Mike, what's that going to take? I don't know. I just got the building Wednesday. <laughs> but we're calling in professionals. And we go, I'm, I don't, don't give me the church version of good. Give me ESPN, Disney, give me, I ain't got nobody in faith in here. Give me, it's time for the world to come look at the church that represented God to the lost and found. For one reason, what is it? Transformation in Christ. So yeah, we're going to have to believe God for 18, 20, 22 million dollars. We ain't supposed to have a building. So the same God who did that, why is it that when God does something, then your faith goes down lower? Like, oh, no, 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 that's enough, God. That's more than I thought. Take the limits off of God. And see, God knew that my faith would be waned because if he didn't tell me this, I'd be like, no, let's just move in. Let's just build it up as we go. But the third line says somebody is going to underwrite the whole thing. I said, Lord, are they here? Are you, hello? Is it you? But then last night in prayer, the Holy Spirit said, it could be somebody, like one person, or it could be somebody. Like, what if we had the faith to believe God for him to bless us in such a way 
that if we had the faith to just put our weight on it, I'm going to be able to give an extra $20,000 this year. That means God would have to bless our businesses, bless our stuff, bless us. But what happens is then he blesses us and we forget why we asked for it. They're like, oh, now I can go get a new car. He said, I blessed you to be a, you asked, you wanted faith to be able to do it. I blessed you and now you forgot. And I know everybody in this room wants to be a part of something that's going to outlast them. Transformation Church, we get an opportunity. I got the keys and we got a brand new home. Can we give God the only one who can do this? A huge shout out. convinced that the only reason God did it for this house is to prove that he can do it for your house. God cares way more about an organism than an organization. But you got to have the, everybody say faith. Can we say crazy faith? To believe him. Hands lifted all over this place. I want to pray that something would start in us. That could never be undone. Father, I pray that everybody who's in this building and everybody watching online, there was a seed planted today of faith that is going to grow. I see Jack in the beanstalk. I see something that's starting that others will be able to latch on to. God, I declare, Father God, that you're about to do something in us that will begin to hope again. That we will see dreams and vision and have the crazy audacity to write it down, to tell people to pray about it, to walk land, to be able to go visit things and places. Father God, and I thank you that we would have the stamina to stand firm on your promises. I declare and believe that this will be a house of faith, a house of crazy faith, a house that stands out on the limb and trusts you. God, and it won't be for our gain, but it'll all be for your glory. Have your way in us. Have your way through us. And we believe it, we declare it, and we trust you with our whole heart. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, give God one more shout of praise. Now in that same attitude, there may be some people in here that need to invite Jesus Christ into your life. And remember, you can't be saved without faith. Today, it's time for you to make the greatest decision of your life. Just for one more second. Nobody moving, because this is what our church is about right here. Would you just bow your head just one more time? Close your eyes. Because I don't want anybody distracted by anybody trying to look at them right now. I need you to search your heart. Because the best decision that I ever made was asking Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. It took faith because I couldn't see him. But just like wind, I could feel his presence. I thank you, Father God, that you're speaking to people right now. If you're in this room and you've never accepted Jesus Christ or you want to put your faith back in Christ. Again, the best decision I ever made. It took me from being addicted to pornography, a liar, a manipulator, just a bad person in my heart to somebody who's not perfect. But I am progressing. And God's changing people's lives through my yes. And he wants to do the same thing through your life. If you're in this room and you're saying, I'm done running. And I want to make Jesus Christ my personal Lord and Savior. It's going to take faith. But on the count of three, I want you to lift your hands high. And I want you to be able. Nobody's looking at you. This is between you and God. Hands are already going up. One, two, three. If that's you, you're saying, that's me. Pastor, include me in that prayer. Come on, there are dozens of hands going up right now. You can put your hands down. I'm so proud of you. At TC, we're a family. Nobody prays alone at this church. So we're going to pray all together. And I want you to mean it because there are believers, dozens of them, and more even online that are coming to Christ for the first time. This does take crazy faith. Let's pray this prayer together. Everybody say, God, thank you for sending Jesus just for me. Today, 
I surrender my life totally to you. I believe you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. I know this sounds crazy, but I need you in my life. Change me, renew me, transform me. I'm yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we celebrate with heaven? Dozens of people.